So hi everyone, um, this is Jacob again, uh, the host of Doors Within Us podcast, and I'm I'm really honored and privileged to be uh, uh, to have on the, on the podcast uh, uh, just an amazing uh, leader, entrepreneur, um, thought leader, um, fu- futuristic, if I may say, um, African who and Cameroonian is a fellow Cameroonian brother who is really building something incredible in, in Cameroon, the Akola ones. Um, I've had the honor and privilege to know him a couple of years back while he was at the Harvard Kennedy School, but he is just a brilliant, brilliant individual. Um, and it's just an honor uh, to have him on, on the podcast. So we have Monsieur Jonathan Niem, or uh, we'll just call him Jack. Um, on the podcast. So welcome, welcome, Jack, on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jacob. Thank you for having me. And it's a pleasure to be on, on your podcast. I've listened to several past episodes and I'm very excited. Thank you. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So uh, for us to just get into it, um, uh, uh, Monsieur, should I call you Monsieur Jack or Jack? Can you just give us, um, you know, just kind of you know just tell us who you are i mean and if we may start like how was it like growing up in cameroon uh, just give us an idea about your childhood and you know and how you transitioned to france to us and back to cameroon okay okay awesome uh, i'll try to to, to do it as uh, uh, i would say briefly as possible yes please but yes yeah, so okay. i i grew up in um, in douala uh, yes, in Douala, I did my uh, primary and uh, and secondary school in Douala, and uh, you know while growing up in in Cameroon and in Douala, my, my parents always insisted that I was exposed, you know, to the to the reality of the of the country, the challenges of of the country, the the people and all and people from all different social backgrounds. So, you know, I I had this pleasure. To, to say that you know during my childhood I was really connected to to the country in all its uh, diversity you know while I was at school and even during vacation traveling uh, sometimes all over the the country but also even throughout the the continent and um, you know my um, later on uh, at the end of my secondary school then I went to France went to boarding school in France. Um, which was uh, also a very interesting experience because it was very, very international, you know, almost 40 nationalities. And, you know, coming out of Cameroon and, you know, getting into such a diverse background and seeing how, uh, you know, people uh, were perceiving the continent and people were perceiving your your country was something was a shock was something you know very 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 hard because you know for us you know Cameroon was just I would say the paradise but yes when you get there and you start to discussing with people you know from the Middle East people from Europe and the US and you know they talk about your country as a poor country and and your continent you know and and it's it's a shock and and for me it was was something very I would say troublemaking but at the same time you know I I, I enjoyed discovering all these different cultures all people from a lot of different backgrounds and I think it's uh, it's a specific moment which sort of you know structured my my desire or my determination you know to to at some point change 
the narrative and change the reality you know on 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 the continent because obviously when you also start to compare uh, you know what you see in all the other different places of the world compared to what you see on the continent you also realize that there's a lot to be done so I think that's where I really started to, to, to sort of get this sort of determination. And then afterwards, I, I kept in France. I stayed in France, went to Paris then for university and uh, decided to do a law. Uh, and um, I think law for, for different reasons. Law because um, I, I have to say that my, my, my father also is a lawyer and I, I've always been very much inspired by his career and, you know, his commitment. And um, also I, I figured out that law is something very essential in a society. If you want to transform a society, you know, the place of law is something very important. And um, that the, also the, the profession of being a lawyer offers also you a lot of independence. And it's something that, you know, I also really wanted to have. So that's why I, I you know, I went on doing these legal studies. And um, after the master's in France, I decided to go to LSE, uh, London School of Economics, because I, I wanted to, to get also a sense of being, you know, not only in a Francophone background, but also in an Anglophone background uh, environment. Uh, I was, I really loved also the, the fact that, you know, LSE was the most international school in the world. And, you know, having this opportunity to stay connected with people from different, different regions, you know, there I learned a bit of Arabic, you know, I, I did a lot of different things. And, and at the end, also, it was very important because I did my LLM at LSE in 2008. So it was right in the midst, in the midst of the financial crisis and being in London at that time. And, you know, sense how, you know, you know, it kind of sort of hit uh, the, the the habits it hits you know the, the the system and understanding that it will never be the same again afterwards I think was for me it was also a tremendous experience and at this and it was also another very very important moment because it shaped a lot you know the, the, the my my vision my vision my economic vision my my political vision, views and also my social views for for the society because i understood that you know we were at the end of an era and we definitely had the obligation as a generation to build the next era and you know that that was my my, my LSE experience and after that i came back to france worked as a lawyer in a U.S. law firm, you know, working on Africa in the, in the Middle East as a corporate lawyer. And, um, you know, I always had in mind that at some point, you know, I have to come back to Cameroon because that's where uh, where I come from. That's where I think I'm, I, I will be uh, impactful. And I, I just said to myself, you know, before going back to Cameroon, why not, you know, having another learning experience? And I've always been interested in public policy. Uh, that's why I, I figured out that, you know, why not going to Harvard? And, you know, I've always, I will always have this perception that, you know, Harvard and being at Harvard and, you know, being with the greatest minds, with the greatest minds in the world, you know, it will be always a, a terrific experience. And uh, that's why I decided to go to HKS. 
do my master's in public administration for, for two years. And uh, yeah, it, I think, you know, and I was, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet you, Jacob, and a lot of different other Caminians, Africans, and people from all over the world. And it was just a great emulation. I think, uh, you know, I, it's an experience I would recommend to everyone. And it gave me all the strength that I needed before coming back to Cameroon. And now, yes, it's been, um, I think, six years that I'm in Cameroon, joined the family practice. And uh, yes, working here in Cameroon as a corporate lawyer and also enjoying you know in my in my air time if I can say so uh, I'm also lecturer at the Catholic University here and I've also you know I'm also committed in a lot of different you know professional social and, and cultural endeavors and uh, I'm sure we have the time to come back on that definitely definitely and I'm, um, I think for all the people that I got to interact with at Bot in Boston you you're always on my mind. I was talking to Falcons the other day. It was like, I'm focused on Monsieur, Monsieur Jacques. <laughs> you always, you always, you, you are very welcoming. You created a very, uh, you know, and I know because we're on record here, but, you know, early on, I could tell, like, you had, you were someone who wanted to bring people together. Uh, you were very passionate about collective talent, collective strength. Yeah. Um, and it was so evident and it was very genuine, very pure and just just well-meaning and solid, um, just a very solid um, focus approach and just how you really wanted to build up that movement, right? And I, I see it in the work that you're doing now, which we want to uh, get into it, but um, such an interesting journey um, and it's just, I'm really, I'm really, really, um, you know, I feel really glad because you're applying in a right in a way that actually can make a huge difference in Cameroon and on the continent. So just thank you so much for going back to Cameroon <laughs> and trying to <laughs> try to make that impact. So, um, so yeah, sure. uh, you mentioned at the end, right? There's you know beyond working at your the, the, the family practice uh, law practice, you also a lecturer. lecturer but, and also, you also are interested in social, or cultural, uh, just uh, some entrepreneurial endeavors. And I think that leads me to the occult ones. Um, can you just please share with us how this came about? Um, how you, you know, um, you brought the partners together. Um, let's just start with how did you conceive this idea? How was the thought process behind it? And then we'll go from, we'll go from there. Yes, yes. So what I have to say is that, you know, I, I you know, since I'm, I'm a child, you know, I've, I've sort of been always sensitized to a lot of different, you know, social issues and all of that. But I have to admit that it was in 2008, you know, when I lost my grandmother. Uh, who was someone very much involved in social activities in, in, in our village, you know, that I sort of took on the responsibility and said, you know, I need to continue a legacy and, you know, I need to be involved and I need to try to make as much as possible a difference. And I think from sort of 2008, um, you know, to 2020 when we when we we set up the Aquarians I had a, I had a lot of different experiences somewhere you know in London somewhere in Paris somewhere even in Cameroon you know and somewhere even at Harvard a lot of different um, experiences and which brought me to the conclusion that and I think you've said you've touched it a bit uh, is that we first in Cameroon need to 
change the mindset. If we want to be able to transform our country, we need to change the mindset. Change the mindset by, you know, coming back to the sort of core traditions, the core values that are much needed for us to, 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 move, to move forward. And, and, you know, these sort of values are the values of integrity, the values of solidarity, you know, and, and, and being able, and also the values of, you know, creativity. And my, 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 my thought process then was, okay, with some of some friends, because I think it's, it has not only been a one a one person journey. I think it's been a journey with a lot of different people. And I remember even um, you and me being, you know, in at Princeton doing the the Aquila series uh, in the U.S., which were already, I guess, a sort of starting point of this uh, of this Aquilian experience. And I think uh, the idea was how can we be able in a collective manner to change the mindset of the youth because the youth represent you know the majority of the population in Cameroon so how can we make sure that we can give them to them the mindset of a winner the mindset of people with strong integrity the mindset of leaders you know and that's how we came with uh, the Aquilians. Uh, Aquilians, it comes from a, a noun a verb in Douala which means to learn and uh, we, we define ourselves as a thing do tank so we founded the Aquilians in 2020 with the mission to build um, a community of young leaders which are determined to transform the countries uh, the country uh, and maybe the continent but the country mainly Cameroon and um, the idea was to be able to connect these leaders, to be able to empower them, and to be able to make sure they influence the agenda and um, the situation in the in the country. We, we we got the inspiration. We've been inspired by a lot of different initiatives. One of them, you, I'm sure you will know it. It's Aspen Institute. We've been where we've looked at what Aspen is doing in the U.S. and we found it very interesting. And that's how we we put together the Aquarians in 2020. And you know we we decided to to build our our, our programs on two pillars. One is what we call the lab, which is more of the sort of think aspect of the of the organization. We produce articles, reports. Uh, we have a blog. We publish reports. We also have working groups working on several topics, mainly social cohesion, economic transformation, and and good governance. These are the three main uh, sort of topics that we're working on. And the other pillar is what we call the engagement hub which is our three leadership programs addressing three different categories of the population. Uh, people at the secondary school, people at university, and young professionals. So we have three different young programs. The, the, the idea behind who think alike and who are also connected to be able to influence the, the country and work in synergies. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I think even when I went together at Princeton, I could, I could sense that was, you know, there was this think tank, like you were thinking in that, in that, in that, you know, that uh, frame of reference. And also um, I actually like the fact that um, it's a mindset thing, right? It's not like, because we always go about action, no action based. We should do this for people. Exactly. Right. So I no, like. Yes. You know, 
Yeah, we have a lot of different people doing amazing things, especially in Cameroon. We have a lot of good entrepreneurs, we have a lot of people. But the idea is how can we address things to get to a systemic transformation? Exactly. Because the, you know, we can continue to do different things, great things in our own micro sort of environments. But we see that you know the, 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 the systemic uh, situation is still the same. So to be able to address that, we have to work on the mindset and work on the mindset by being able to have people with the same vision having the, the, the ability to influence the, the agenda. Exactly, exactly. I mean, not, you know, the, 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 the one thing that the current institute will learn is how do you create systems, right? And I think, exactly. yeah, the Okolo ones are doing exactly that, you know, and just your, and it comes from the leaders, right? You that, you know, I'm thinking about this from a very, you know, from the macro level, and I think that's very important. So, um, it's just amazing. I'm, I really love the, the vision, the mission of the, 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 the Okolo ones. It's just amazing. In terms of the people that, um, how did you, uh, uh, you know, like I attended one of your, uh, I was lucky enough to be invited to the recent bootcamp that you had in Garoua. Can you just talk a little bit about that so people should know um, how this came exactly. about? And the, the role of having these both times as part of the, um, the you know, as, as, as one of the initiatives to help, like, you know, inspire a lot of young entrepreneurs. Yeah, so I, as I said, you know, amongst our two pillars, we have the engagement hub with three different being the Aquarians Fellowship for Young Caribbean Leaders. This is the one addressing young professionals. So every year, we select 20 young professionals around the country, but also in the diaspora, 20 of them. And we sort of bring them in the fellowship and it is a nine month program. So the nine month program is divided into three phases. The first one is the boot camp. So all of them get to a location. The first year we went to Bertoua in the Eastern region of Cameroon. This year we went, you know, a few, few days ago, we went to Gara in the Northern region of Cameroon. And we spent one week one week and there we do a lot of different workshops plenary sessions you know media training uh, and a lot of and also community service so the the the, the way we, we we build that is really around these ideas of leadership ethics and creativity after that we have what we call the inner journey so the inner journey is really where each fellow is invited to, to, to think more about his, his journey. How is it going to impact the country? And during that, you know, we, we put a lot of emphasis on peer-to-peer learning. So we put them into groups of fellows. They work together. We put also a lot of emphasis on, on mentoring. And um, at that time, you know, they, they also work with um, they also work with different. Man- Each of them has a mentor, and they, he he or she worked with his or her mentor, and um, they they also continue to do community service activities on the ground to be able to keep connect to the reality. So this lasts, I think, between five to five to six months uh, approximately, and after after the six months. We also organize what we call the inside expedition. So it's another boot camp of five days 
you know, at the end of the program where they come together, they, they you know, they sort of, um, uh, I, I guess, reflect about the journey. We also organize some different workshops on leadership and, and, and of that. We visit some companies and some organizations for them to get inspired. And at the end, you know, there is a, a sort of um, declaration of faith for each leader saying, this is how I'm going to, you know, on the years ahead, this is how I'm going to impact my country. So every year we have a cohort of 20, um, of maximum 20 young Kamunian leaders which are out there. They obviously join the, the, the Aquarians community, but they are out there to make change, you see. I think I think that 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 kind of hops, you know, because you kind of brings that to life. And I was, you know, it was just amazing when I met the people, uh, the, the this um, participants. It was just I could tell there's some energy and just some ambitious young young men and women who are uh, just just want to make a difference. And you know, with the with the ecosystem you're building, it's just I think it's just mind blowing. Um, just one thing that I would love to ask, so just within the, the building of core ones, is one is, can you just uh, share with us some of the early challenges that you face, and just maybe some of the pushback that you get, um, because this is this is very, uh, it's a revolutionary uh, uh, organization, right? Because mindset shift or paradigm shift, if I may say, is is really hard. Um, what were some of the pushbacks that that you experienced and how are you navigating that as you continue to build um continue to build this uh amazing uh, organization yes i i have to say that you know today the equivalent is um is a community of you know like uh, i would say almost 400 people uh, we've been already able to sort of train you know almost 200 um uh, young people um around the country we've done you know more i mean almost also 100 publications and um uh, you know the i think the the challenges first um the first challenge was for people to understand the vision as as i was saying you know people always have them i guess this habit of thinking oh we don't need to think you know we always we already know what to do so why also coming back to this idea of rethinking uh you know the country and this is not really needed so i think we had to convince um uh you know the audience i'll call i'll say the audience of the importance of of our mission and and for why it was important you know to have uh, in the country a thing to thank you know with people thinking about the the, the future of the country and with people empowering themselves to be able to to impact the, the the country so i think that that is the first sort of challenge you know to be able to to explain uh, and to convince people about you know the the importance of of what you you're doing the, the second thing i think is to to be able to explain also that you know there is a difference between uh, getting being involved for your country and you know being a politician uh, you know the, the the tendency for for, for, for people is whenever you say, oh, I want to impact the society or, you know, they think that, okay, your organization is a political organization. And and I think, which is something that then 
you know, brings you in a situation where, you know, you, you have to decide your camp, you know, on which camp you are, uh, which is not what we, we're aiming for, because our idea is, as you said, is to be able to create a, a sort of um, collective dynamic and keep a, a, a sort of collective dimension. So I think being able also to explain that, you know, you can be interested into impacting your community without um, uh, sort of going uh, undergoing any political activity and that the Aquilians is not a political organization was also a challenge. And uh, I think we, we, we spent a lot of time explaining that and, and also showing that, okay, no, we, we welcome, you know, all people from different religious, uh, uh, cultural, political backgrounds, because no, it's not, a, it's about the country. And, uh, and I think when we talk about the country, we can at least, you know, sort of uh, unite ourselves and, and look in the, in the same direction, even though we, we, we may have different, different views. And I think, and the last challenge, I guess, is yes, how do you create um, an organization a collaborative organization, you know, where people can co-build co the organization, people can, can work on, continue to work together, you know, and, and obviously them are, are doing that because, you know, they, they just believe in what has been done, you know, they, it's not, a, they are not, it's not, for them, it's not a job, so, and to get people motivated uh, and think that, okay, I, I can spend my time and I can give my time uh, for free, you know, and while I'm also a, a well-accomplished personal uh, to, to this mission, I think it's something that is critical because at some point, you know, we've also uh, get to a situation where, you know, a lot of different people, especially the youth, they, they are sort of quiet, I would say, um, um, I, I would say, I won't say, um, um, that they, they are worried, but, you know, they, they, they always want to make sure that, you know, if they do something, it's something which is going to be impactful and, and meaningful. Certainly, certainly, <clears throat> because <clears throat> I think all your points make sense. And I think um, just your approach and, more importantly, you highlighted many things that, you know, just kind of, we, we tend to, like, we tend to, like, especially like this, either political or not political, those things really limit the the efficiency of what we can do. And I, I like the fact that you really saw that and, you know, you're making that as a, you're trying to re, re, re reframe the whole concept of, like, how do we really work together rather than this is, this exactly. is right. So. No, thanks so much for for bringing it up. And if you might just for one last thing for the occurrence, uh, I think one thing that I really see is just just how very professionally um, they, there's just a sense of like you want to make ourselves the 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 standard, the gold standard. Um, and the, and I think by definition, I see that you know it is a lot of uh, just everything is so clean everything is so put together and 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 i think that's that should that's an african that should be an african thing it doesn't have to be questioned that oh this is something coming from the western world as someone that has traveled out of frank uh, out of cameroon to the united states how do you wrestle with this uh aspect that oh maybe this is something from america or france 
and it shouldn't be something considered Cameroonian, if you know what I mean. What is your take on making sure that our gold standard should be something nice, something professional, something clean, something that people should say, this is this is how it should be, rather than, oh, this is how Africans in diaspora come in and, you know, and it's not true, it's not truly Cameroonian because, and stuff like that. How do you try to make that as a gold standard? Or the standard, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is perhaps, you know, why it's an American thing or a French thing, if, if that makes sense. Yes. You know, I, I completely, I completely get what you, what you, you, you're, you're saying. First, you know, I have to say that, you know, personally, I've been very much inspired by, you know, um, a philosophy called Ubuntu. You know, I am because we are. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I define myself as a Ubuntu soldier, meaning uh, Ubuntu is the rebirth of Ubuntu. It's, why saying that, you know? If you you think that you are, I am because we are, everything you will do, you will make sure that the approach is inclusive. So you 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 always make sure that even when you you build something like uh, you know the Aquarians, you will try to have people from different um, backgrounds, people from different perspectives, you know, involved in the design of the initiatives and also involved in the running of the initiative. And I think it's something critical because I, you know, I, I have to admit that I may have, and I do have some biases. And, you know, if, if there is no other person with a different perspective, you know, I, I may take decision uh, which are sort of oriented based on on my biases. So I think that's, that's the first thing, getting to making sure that it, it is a co-construction and that you always remain inclusive. And I, I think the second thing you've said is, you know, another uh, quote I, I, which is important for me is be the change you want to see in the world, you know, because at some point it's important for, for us to sort of create an alignment between our words and our actions. You know, if we don't do what we say, there is a problem. And um, based on the on the sort of depth of the, I, I would say the challenges that we have to, 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 to sort of tackle on the continent, we cannot be convinced that, you know, the, the level of efforts which are needed, you know, are not also of a big dimension. I, I always come back to, to our Harvard experience, you know, where, you know, there were a lot of people from Asia you know, and I, I think you, 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 you know that and you've also, uh, you know, experienced them and, you know, they work very hard. They work, you know, for them, it's not even like it's 24 hours. It's like a day, it's like 30 hours. And because they know the challenges they face in their countries and they know that if they want to achieve that, you know, it requires some level of effort. So how we, as of today, we are a continent which is still a bit behind. How can we think that we can achieve a certain level of results without working at least the same that they do or even more? <laughs> you know, so that's why for me, I think, you know, we, we always need to, to be able to, to think about the, 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 the depth of the challenges that we have and the, the, the amount of effort that it requires. And, and that's where, you know, we, we, the only thing we can do is put exemplarity, excellence at, the, you know, at the core of our, of our actions. Exactly, exactly. You, you put it very, well, <clears throat> very, very elaborately. And I, 
I didn't know this. My fellow, my fellow friends from India, they they work. There. I mean, they work like crazy, and I think that's some work ethics that we have to um, just learn from and just emulate all the time. So I, I get your point. So um, getting to the last phase of the the episode, and there's so much I'm already learning here. Um, we, this this the section where I talk about inspiration and uh, you know just based on the, your work you've done so far. I know you're a very young man. There's so much. I know, at some point, I know. I will. I will timestamp this. When you become president, someday I'll say, "Oh, Jacques, Jacques was on the podcast." Um. Anyway, um, um as a entrepreneur and a leader, what do you? I, I think I want to. And I, I want to hopefully, if you can address two sections of, of uh, I think of the audience. So, what is the advice you tell Africans in diaspora? especially Cameroonians who are trying to come back into the country to make a difference. What, what would you, if you can please in, uh, give them a word of encouragement <laughs> of what to do when they come back. <laughs> the process. And I think the other uh, group of people are, you know, people already in Cameroon, um, what should they be thinking about in terms of opportunities? Um, uh, if they want to start a business or they're thinking of, starting a business, nothing of starting a business, or oh, they're already running business, right? Or how should you be thinking about their the the enterprise to be sustainable um in the long run. So I think the first group, which are, you know, people in the United States, Europe or China, you know, abroad, um, what's the advice you suggest to them? Uh, for them to I mean it doesn't have to be this year, like for them to just think about like investing maybe from a distance but also coming back into the country to contribute and and perhaps even you know support uh, organizations like girls that are really doing some amazing work and galvanizing people to common okay. cause well i mean i i think for them you know what i would say is what they already know which is you know africa is the continent of the future and um, you know that's me i'm I'm fully convinced that, you know, as of today, when we talk about sustainable development, collaborative economy, uh, participatory governance and all of that, I think it is in Africa that, you know, we will be able to design this new uh, era and this new model of society. And, you know, who will be part of that if not them? Because, you know, they, they've been able to, to, to gather and collect a lot of different experiences tools knowledge uh, around the world and you know i think now it's time um, for all of us to to be on the continent and 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 to be able to to design this uh, this new era because it is here that it is going to happen now you know when we decide you decide to do that it's not like okay you're just gonna go and you know you 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 don't think about anything and just get on a plane no obviously you have to prepare yourself and just decide okay what am i going to do when i get there uh, decide you know maybe you can even start by looking for a job and then think about your entrepreneurship project or just entrepreneurship but you need to to prepare yourself i think which is something that is critical because um i think if you're not prepared it might be very difficult and when you get there on the continent being also able to really have you know surround yourself with a network of of people who a support system I think that is something because the daily the daily life is very challenging uh, and uh, you know like in you will say in different 
places. But I think if you have a strong support system of, you know, it could be friends, could be colleagues, whatever, you know, we will look into the same direction and share the same values. That's how you kind of, you're going to sort of achieve this challenge of readapting yourself to the environment. So I, I would say prepare yourself um, and, you know, have your support system when you're already uh, on the ground. But, you know, it's here that, uh, you know, the future is going to be to be built. So we, we, we all have to, to be part of it. We should be part of it. Yes. I think to, 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 to people who are already on the ground, um, uh, you know, I, I would just remind them of, you know, the, 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 the I think the, 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 I would say the beauty, but it's not even the beauty, is that, you know, we, we are a continent of immense culture. You know, we, you know, starting from the uh, people talk about the Ishango bone, people talk about, you know, Egyptians, pharaohs, people talk about all these different empires that we had on the continent, you know, uh, the, 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 the time of Kangkang Musa. So we have, we have an immense culture. And, and I think it's, um, we need to be proud of that. We need to know that. We need to be proud of that. And we need to build on this, you know, long-standing tradition of knowledge, of, um, of, uh, of, of, uh, of a lot of, of, of different uh, tools to be able to design the future. Uh, a lot of people say that economy is always culture. You know, France is selling wine, uh, champagne, uh, and um, you know, or, or cheese. You know, United States is selling Hollywood. So each, each country is selling its own culture. You know, and it's uh, and whatever you are doing as an entrepreneur, I think you need to stand on this. You know, sort of cultural um, knowledge, values, asset. Uh, to design the product, the service that you want, you want to create, and I think it's something very, very important. And if you do that in a in an innovative way, meaning you know using creative solutions to address existing needs, you will be successful. So I think that that's what I would say. That's 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 a, that's <clears throat> that actually makes me have to take down notes as well because it's a very very important uh, point to to raise. Um, and I think it's very important, both for in both, like you know, I think I, I love what you said about like you know, just come have a plan, but also, you know, have a plan, have that support system, and but you know, you also have to believe like this that is the next frontier. So I really I like the fact that you really touch on that, especially on the the culture. The culture is something that we don't appreciate, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love the name just from the Okola ones, right? It's a very it come from Douala. It has that is ingrained in the in the just a philosopher of it. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Um so the last question I always ask and just for us to get is like what do you want your your legacy to be? I know you're a very young man, you're gonna be a lot of things coming up. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Ministers, ministers and the, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh but I I know uh from what I know about you, you are beyond, you really want to create um, systemic change and you're already doing it in many different ways. I think the position for you, um, now I don't, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I, I believe you have a sense of, uh, you. it's more than positions for you. I think what you're trying to do is like, whatever position, whatever situation you find yourself or circumstance, you really want to create that systemic uh, transformation, mindset transformation, and how people kind of, you know, 
uh, belief in the opportunities in Cameroon, in Africa, but also in themselves, right? How do you see, um, um, what you really want, uh, if there's one or two things that you want people to really say, okay, this is what, I'm, 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 I'm happy that Jacques was here, um, Monsieur Jacques was here to kind of build on this, or oh, I'm happy that Monsieur Jacques uh, thought about this. If there, is there anything that you really want people to look back and say, okay, this is this was what um, investing in the projects that Jack did, or this was what uh, this was very worth it for for us to come together and build this coalition of amazing entrepreneurs. Or how do you think about your legacy, uh, or your or your or your writing legacy because you're still building it? And how do you want the economists to be? Yeah. I think, you know, I think I, I've, I've sort of touched it earlier when when I said, you know, Ubuntu, the, the rebirth of Ubuntu. I think, you know, for me, uh, yet it will be a pleasure to, 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 to think that, you know, I, I don't know, many, I would say, years or decades from now, people say that, you know, maybe it's, it's, all, it's in Cameroon that, you know, we, we sort of started to, to reinvent, reinvent a new era for, for the continent, a new era for, for, the, for, the, for the world. And, you know, I, I think, you know, being able to, to, to design uh, and to implement uh, this sort of vision based on uh, our, our own knowledge and knowledge, which is not, you know, it's, it's not only African, it's African, but it's also inspired by, you know, what we've been able to, to see and discover all over the world, but being able to build on that, you know, with this sense of humanity uh, to, to, to sort of design a society, you know, where people live in harmony uh, where people you know work collaboratively and i think for me it's just having been part of that and being able to to you know in decades from now say that you know cameroon was was the first or was a pioneer in you know reinventing uh, this new society that we all need all over the world i i, I think it's something I, I will definitely be proud of yes and i'm really proud of what you're already building I think there is a lot that we can learn from you. I, I, I am really excited about the future of just everything you're doing. I'm, I'm, I follow you on Twitter, on Facebook. You know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I do follow you too. I do follow you too. <laughs> it's, mutual, but, uh, it's such a pleasure. I know um, this was, uh, you know, I've been planning on this episode and I'm, I'm really Please that you got to share this on the podcast and and i know that as a timestamp this is something that we'll look back and say you know what this was a moment that we recognized the the the, the growth that you have uh, the growth so far on the, the the color ones that you're building but we'll say you know there's much more that uh, we can do and kind of bring Cameroonians together um building um building the future of, of camera uh, which are investing the youth that you're eloquent you're really doing so well um i really want to thank you as a fellow Cameroonian. but yes yeah, yeah go ahead. thank you thank you jacob but i also want to to commend you uh, and take this opportunity because you know as i was saying you know while we are on the ground here we also need to have some sort of offshore platforms where we get energized and where we get the ideas, the strength and the, the inspiration. And, you know, definitely uh, the work you are doing uh, with EFOSA, it's something which is very inspiring, very critical. 
and really i i want to commend you on on what you guys are doing and I, i'm sure you've already seen with all the different discussions that you had with the aquarians community how impactful uh, it can be and it's something also important that we need to make sure that you know we all over the world we we keep these connections and as long as we look into the the same direction so congratulations on that and um, i'm very proud of of you and all what you're doing thank you no, thank you so much thank you so much you are, you are, you are the lead leader so what's coming from you i i appreciate it but thank you thank you thank you thank you and i'll talk to you soon thank you yes to all our listeners monsieur jack the the founder of the oclaw ones and just an inspirational cameranian and uh looking forward to hearing your feedback on this episode and i'll see you guys in the next episode take care everyone Thank you.